no, it's been it's been a while. So it's been mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, um, a lot of things have happened in my life in the last three weeks. Um, so yep, I can fun. say I can subscribe to the same. <sighs> and it's funny, and it's it's funny how I can measure this because when last episode I released the second episode of Random Facts about, and I have started on the third episode of Random Facts about. So no, we're not even going to talk about that. Um, but no, it's been it's been a while. Um, and I don't know. We'll talk about me being back on uni campus, and we'll we'll catch back up later. But um, in some in some it's not follow up because it's it's more of a hashtag ask the dragons but um, or like yeah emails from the listeners doesn't happen yeah. often but yeah that's uh, and whenever it happens it's always uh you know gets all the attention so from someone some from someone who goes by the name of pokemon 97 pokemon um, we ha- yes um so they asked, um, have either of you tried an e-ink Kindle or Kobo? Um, they say it would be 100% better, in their words, than reading on an iPad, at least during the times where you're required to read manga digitally. Um, mm-hmm. So, I think we both have opinions on this. In general, oh, yeah, we I do. think... I'll go first, because I think you probably have stronger opinions on this than me. But, <laughs> okay, in ahead. general, I haven't tried it, so I, I have no authority to say this, but I think... if I know if I had a Kobo or Kindle... And it was easy for me to put digital books on it. I think I'd use it. Um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't use it for work. Because for work, I need, like, even though I do read a lot of stuff for work, that's academic papers, conference papers, and I have to mark it up, all that sort of stuff. So I wouldn't use Mm -hmm. it for that. But if if I was reading stuff digitally, I think I would do that. Um, Especially Mm -hmm. since I had, like, because there are a lot of obscure books that I read because I get recommendations from, from sort of obscure places that, like, Books that aren't available in the library, and I don't really want to go through the hassle of buying and shipping a physical copy of a book, unless it's a book I really, really enjoy. Um, Mm -hmm. So reading digitally is like my go-to if it's not in the library, or Mm -hmm. at least my local library. Um, So if I I think if I had any device, I would use it. Um, But the draw of how good it might be is not enough for me to buy one. Yeah, because um, you already have an iPad. Because I have an iPad, and mm-hmm. mo- most of my books I read physically anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, because you have library, you use it, and that's like this is the why libraries exist, and this is brilliant. And yeah. thing is, you don't read graphic novels or, or like you don't read comics or manga in any capacity, right? No, I don't. Yeah, so I guess that point about manga was totally probably addressed towards me. And oh god, do I have opinions? <laughs> so first of all, you know, the first half of the email was like neither of you read digitally. Well, that's a bit of an incorrect presumption. I just don't talk about it because for me, reading digitally is the last resort. Like, like same as you, I have to read a lot of PDFs for uni, and I have to mock them up. So for that, P- iPad works really good uh but secondly i do read digitally those books that i just can't get um like i read an an ebook in two cases either when it's out of print and i can't get physical copy or if it's like costs outrageous amount of money or secondly if i have to read it i kind of have an inkling that it's going to be bad or like just not good enough and I go and, you know, I get, you know, I buy a digital copy. 
and that's a problem is uh i have a kindle actually and it's a pretty old one and the reason why i don't sideload manga to it or uh, well actually these days like with comicsology you don't even need to have to sideload actually i forgot the problem is the size of the screen and the fidelity of the e-ink e-ink is great for text for sure but not for graphic novels by any means like i'd rather read manga on from a from a computer rather than from the from kindle that's the first thing but ipad for that works perfectly of course again my preference will always be paper like paper first like it's just like it's very rational but aesthetic preference i do like having physical object i mean i collect books for crying out loud and secondly, because these days I do try, I mean, as much as possible, as with everything, it's impossible to completely cut out Amazon or Google from your life, but I try where I can. So I don't, I no longer buy books from Amazon actively from like Kindle bookstore. I have a bunch of them and um, that was, that have been bought a while, a while ago and I'm still... I, I still haven't read them. For example, I think I have almost entire everything that China Mieville has written. I have it in Kindle version. So it's sitting on my device and I eventually I will read it. But probably the reason is like because like, I mean, I'm struggling to read them. Maybe I will just buy myself the paper versions. So. Uh, and yeah. whenever, whenever I'm, when so when like in those two cases that I've just mentioned, when I can't get the book or I don't want to, I'd rather buy it from Apple Bookstore. As a result, it's on iPad. Yeah, this is this is that's what I was going to say is that's like, that's the reason basically why. Eventually, when you know, um, and 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 also, and right now I can't justify buying a Cobra Reader because Cobra Reader, as far as I can. As far as I've been reading reviews, it makes side-loading books much easier. And it has a separate bookstore and so on and so forth. But um, kind of, I can't justify it. With my paper book purchases, I mean, I buy from my local independent bookshop. And I'm doing it for a reason, because I want this bookshop to be in, in, in business. So, uh, yeah. And 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 uh, with manga, actually, honestly, me reading manga was a bit of a deviation. You know, I've read only what three series: Shokugeki no Soma uh, and Tokyo Ghoul and Tokyo Ghoul Rare. I don't think I'll be, you know, I'll be making it a regular staple in my reading diet. So, <clears throat> dear reader, thank you for the question. I hope this answer this answers reader? your. Um, Listener. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, dear listener, thank you. Dear Pokemon97, thank you for the feedback. I hope this clarifies your, you being quite baffled why we don't do uh, digital reading. We do, just like reluctantly, I guess. So there you go. Listener email answered. Please do yeah. write more. 
Yeah. Now send us in questions. We will if if we get enough questions, we'll eventually just start devoting entire episodes to answering listener questions. And honestly, oh, if, if you wanna send if you wanna send me personally a deep philosophical question, I will do my best to tackle it on the show. But I make no promises. Um, oh, like, we will I make no guarantees of quality, but I will yeah, try. we will definitely pay attention. What we have is attention. Quality is mm, depends. <laughs> but also, um, you talked about Amazon and Google, and like, mm-hmm. well, you buy things on the Apple Bookstore, and like, I'm not gonna say authoritatively that Apple is better than Amazon or Google because they're all companies and they're all bad. But yeah, they're all I like Apple. I like Apple better. Um, so because of that, and because well, I have an iPad, like iBooks is already installed, so it's not too mm-hmm. difficult. And, and there are mm-hmm. so many books on there already that you can just buy. And so when I was in my hometown over the summer, my hometown has an absolutely terrible library system compared to where I am now. Um, and so if I couldn't find a book at that library, which I usually couldn't, then I would buy it digitally or I would pirate it, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> you just said yeah. it. <laughs> Um, but it's fine. But no, I, I use iBooks a bit over the summer. Um, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, it's like with like with every corporations, all of them are, you know, capitalistic corporations. What do you want? They're all working towards the, you know, like they're, they're all, all of them have the same objective, increase the value for the shareholders. It just, you know, it's more of a like shades of repulsion yeah. that I feel so it is like I you know I, I, I think I have the same gradation but I would just word it differently it's not like I like Apple more it's like Apple repulses me the least <laughs> yeah I feel the least <laughs> amount guilty by buying things from Apple than from any other of those companies um, well okay that's a big topic that I guess we need to put a pin in it and discuss maybe sometime later. And as a separate episode is like this whole like, and if that would that episode would probably sound like a group therapy session because like why do you feel guilt? Because you live in a capitalistic society, you can't escape it, so you have to participate in it. You know, this uh, it's a, I would say it's a bit of a misplaced guilt, but again, who am I to judge? That's why I'm saying we can address if you want, we can address it later. Yeah. But I've yeah. written it down. We'll, mm. we'll we Good, we, good, good. Yeah. We have we have topic ideas. We have a long list of topic ideas. Um well, some of which, we've been getting through it actually. Yeah. Um Yeah, actually we have. Uh but there's another reason why I prefer physical books more now. Mm-hmm. Um specifically in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and it's for a very specific thing. And it's because um, in the last two weeks, I started wearing glasses. Um, oh, right. And you have you sent me your new look? Because I remember you mentioning frames, but I, I don't think, think I've seen you in, in glasses. Should I post But anyways, in? yeah. So you have started reading glasses. And how is it's not? That? They're not reading glasses. They're well, kind yeah, of the opposite I mean, of reading glasses. Um, it's for the short-sightedness. Reading glasses are for long-sightedness, and the the other glasses are for when you're short-sighted. I'm I'm nearsighted. Um, yeah, short-sighted. Yeah, um, and but that's that's one thing, and it's also these glasses are specifically for 
you know, long distance viewing, like lectures or anything like that, which is really helpful because I'm a college student. Um, and, and then for computers, because these are blue light filtering classes and they're not, oh. they're not yellow tinted. Um, yes, which is... I know we have talked and now it, yeah, we definitely talked about it. I don't think on record, but yeah, because yeah. I do have my share of skepticism towards this, like, you know, this anti-blue light glare and all that stuff yeah because i personally think i don't think it works but hey my i I mean my eye doctor when i went to the like to the to the appointment told me eye doctor um (laughs) od um but um yeah he 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 basically told me flat out he sees and believes in the benefits of blue light blocking but he he told me like it's it's different for different people and not everyone believes in it um not everyone like agrees that it works because it's it's sort of a new thing but it works for me and i I allowed it because you can you can sort of um it's not new but people still disagree on whether or not it works but because um, there is no convincing empirical evidence that it works anyway anyway (laughs) the reason why i did it is because my glasses aren't tinted they're they're perfectly clear glasses yeah they're they're it's a polarizing filter which means they're not yellow tinted if they were yellow tinted i wouldn't have done it because i want normal looking glasses um and but the biggest i can tell that some something if i if i'm looking at a computer screen i take my glasses off it looks a little bit more blue like I can tell it's doing something. I just don't know whether the effects of less exposure to blue light and less like that whole melatonin thing, which I don't understand. Um, I don't know if that's doing anything because it's hard to measure. But I have been sleeping better recently, um, or something like that. So um, do not underestimate thing. placebo effect. Oh, I know, I know. But but also, <laughs> if if I can do something innocuous and easy to convince myself that it's working even if it's not working if it's a convincing placebo effect i'll do it um uh, and, right? and yeah 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 absolutely it's just yeah I, I i just want to make sure that we present a full rounded point of yeah. view on this because like, I'm we, not a do- like a rare po- a like a rare case when we disagree you're i'm not a doctor either i've just been wearing yeah. glasses for like 20 years of my life yeah, um, me that but, sounds like a lot. Um, but the, right biggest, the biggest difference, <laughs> yeah, the biggest difference I can tell when wearing these is um, I'm not like my vision isn't that bad. I can live perfectly fine without glasses. It just makes small text and things in the distance about fifteen percent sharper, um, mm-hmm. and that's a benefit. Um, and and everything else everything else equal um i like wearing them because it fits my style um so that's that that is important aesthetics are important i do like my glasses as well and i think medically i don't have any um reasons to not do laser surgery but i'm not doing it for several reasons yeah. biggest of them is like I'm scared of it I just like I mean the whole idea aches me out and secondly I do like wearing glasses most like 
you know, 99% of the time I do like wearing them because, and also, like, especially like from the looks point of view, because uh, for those who like don't remember, missed it, uh, because I don't think I talk about it that often, but I have alopecia, so meaning I don't have hair, I don't have eyebrows. Uh, and without the glasses, my face is kind of like very, as I call it, low contrast. So having black plastic frames on my face adds a nice contrast. Yeah, like, you know, kind of like framing to my eyes, which is like, that's literally what they say, frame. So I do like it. And I've been, as I've just said, I've been wearing them for 20 years. I, like, there was, you know... I don't think I would recognize myself without them, to be honest. First yeah, thing I do um, is put glasses on because my eyesight is much worse than what you've described. Yep. I'm dangerous to society without glasses. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and it, it would be a completely different thing if that was... See, that's, that's the thing is I've gotten used to how I look now with glasses on. So if I take my glasses off for something, like I'll... And and this is why physical books because mm-hmm. it's near text. Oh right, yes, and it that's works. where we. we I take my glasses off to read physical books. I don't have to, but I do. Um, uh-huh. It just yeah. Like oh no, that's the thing. Is like you know my eyesight is that bad as that I uh, wear like to read. I wear my glasses because otherwise I don't see it. I don't see the text. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've gotten used to how I look now, and so I take my glasses off and like in the morning or like. Oh, you got you got us a you got us on your sofa then. We um, won't put it in like, the show notes, but different. yeah, I, I I mean I I'm I'm quite curious because I do think that you know you would fr- like depending on the shape of the frames something would be incredibly flattering for you. Yeah, honestly, and it's not the shape; it's also the color. Um, because guess what? The frames are They're tinted blue. blue. <laughs> yes, They're, not course. even blue, like light blue, and they're sort of translucent, and it's really nice. Oh, um, that is that sounds lovely. Of course, and I mean, you gotta stay on brand. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, yeah, and and they're the kind of glasses that just like they work in every situation. Because like I could wear this with a really nice like dress up thing, and it would also it would still work. Um, and so that that's a whole thing, um, but. Yeah, so that was that was one big thing that changed for me in the last three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, well, that's why that's why physical books. Club. Welcome yeah. to the club of us glass wearers. We are plentiful. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like not even something you even really think about, but so many people wear glasses, mm-hmm. um, and even more people you don't see wear contacts. Um, yes, that is like that's something that was um, like actually I didn't realize for a really long time. But because like in my family we have uh, you know uh, we have glass wearers, but uh, contacts for some reason are not really common, at least around my relatives. So it's all glasses, and I just like always uh, quite forget that people can wear glasses. But yes, so oh, I mean contacts. So many like so many people wear contacts as well. And uh, I wonder, I'm, I'm sure there are some theories and studies w- and attempts to determine whether we have more people who are short-sighted or just have imperfect vision than before or not. I would, pr- my guess would be probably it's pretty much the same. It's just like in the past people went undiagnosed. Okay. I think if yes. you go really far back into prehistory, bad vision was probably 
like because it probably just didn't just happen in humans it probably happened in other animals as well um and without without society to to fix this that that's probably almost definitely a, a you know something that would you know if we're going into evolution it's the kind of thing that would make you your bloodline less likely to continue um and so like natural selection would select out of that um oh i'm not naturally. even going that far back but if you go like i think farther back in history because the same thing happens with like um food allergies right um there are more people with certain types of food allergies and i i don't know i'm talking out of my um damn it (laughs) bleeping (laughs) bleeping would need to happen (laughs) anyways it's like like i don't think there is any definitive answer but my personal unsubstantiated opinion is that i would imagine the level of like eyesight strength and quality stays the same it's just like 200 years ago there were like fewer eye doctors to go around and diagnose people that's it i don't know because there are more it feels like there are more people there are so many people these days who have vision bad enough that it's difficult to live without glasses um but see, you don't know whether they was they were just like, like you see, two hundred years ago it was less of a problem because you didn't have to drive. Well, yeah, but but even then, like it's easier. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm really gonna say something to get myself in trouble. But is <laughs> okay, it easier, go on. Is it easier to live as a blind person these days than it was two hundred years ago? Um, and and neither of us can authority. No, neither was neither of us can tell because we don't know how it is. But if if there weren't spectacles or glasses in that time, and some people had vision so bad that you might as well have been blind. Again, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. But um, if if that was true, then it's sort of treated the same way, and so that sort of stuff would have just. I don't know. It wouldn't have been. I'm very. It would, it like, would, it would, at the very least, it would have been more stigmatized. I think, um, but but it was stigmatized. I mean, it's like you know, because glasses as a technical invention, they were available for quite some time. You know, they've been invented invented really long time ago. It yeah. just uh, they were not socially accepted, as far as I can tell. And uh, actually, there was a really intri- lovely video from the like on on the topic of glasses and why they're uncomfortable to this day and so on. And like, I think they ended up doing a bit covering a little bit of history of glasses. It's that YouTube channel. Um, I think they're called Answering Progress. We'll put it in the show notes. So <gasps> no, I, I guess okay. Yes, I do. I do like that channel. Um. Yeah, it's a it's 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 it's, it's a, I I like it. I like their style. And so they covered the topic of glasses recently. So it's, you know, that's where... I haven't, ma- I haven't watched that video yet, but I'll link to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a relatively well-researched video. So that's where my... That's why I have this statement that uh, wearing glasses was stigmatized at the surface level of my brain right now. Anyways, how did we get here? Oh, books. Um, yes, books, books, glasses, and books, so on. Yeah, obviously. um, of of course, of course, books. All Plus right. Always. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking to me. I mean, yeah. I was... Um, when I was talking to someone who's uh, who's been who's I've been, uh, we're not in touch that often, but uh, we've known each other for quite some time. And I was like, oh, by the way, can you believe it? Like, I have a podcast, uh, and they were like, let me guess, it's about books. I was like, well, you <laughs> guessed only fifty percent. It's about books and figure skating and everything and, else, <laughs> and whatever else I want to talk about, and yeah. what and whatever whatever else my co-host wants to talk about it. And they were like, well. I mean, I still was right. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's something I realized recently. It's like the, the two styles of my two different podcasts are very different. Um, because mm-hmm. one is two people talking. And one is I'm going to do the research and just talk into a microphone for 30 minutes. Um, and you script it, which is the biggest difference. Because yeah. like right now you have no idea what I will rumble about on. Yeah. And that's kind of the charm of this podcast, isn't it? I um, hope. I really hope so. I mean, like what... A bunch of people listen to it, which is still incredible. I did have an idea for a podcast or YouTube series a long time ago, just called The Rambler, where I... It's basically like Daily Lex, if you've ever listened to that, but you turn on the microphone and talk for five to ten minutes about whatever, and it's not scripted, but it's just one person. Um, Lex Friedman does that, but... um, Okay. That was an idea I had a long time ago, but it's like those two styles of podcasts are so diametrically opposed um in see in you like have your range the landscape of podcasting and i'm not gonna say that i have range because <laughs> i don't well i like people have done it better than me but um that's that's the whole thing but yes well, um, you've just started you have plenty of time to get better if you want to yeah yeah and also it, i surprised myself in and mm-hmm. we'll get to this I'm on mm-hmm. a university campus. Classes have started. Um, mm-hmm. And with classes starting, that means basically I have no time. Um, well, at least I think I have no time. But and not, even, not only am I in classes, I'm I'm doing a bunch of different little side projects with, with some people for just some cool stuff. Like um, one, some, some guy, and, and this is all part of a big club thing, but they have individual projects and like we're, we want to launch model rockets um, Again, we do we do some um, stuff on weather balloons, like all that sort of stuff. So I, I've been working on that sort of stuff as well. And all this to say is, I you'd think I have no time to myself. I've found time to work on, you know, personal creative projects that I I thought all of that would fall to the wayside when I got here, and it has it it kind of has, but not as much. Um, oh, oh wow. and I and also I still have a job. Um, so. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Don't like. I mean, again, it's only August. Remember that you're in for the long run for this whole thing. Like you know, the entire at at least until Christmas, right? Uh, so yeah. the entire semester. Don't overstretch yourself at the very beginning because you know. Remember finals week. You've had those twice already, right? Yeah. You have finals twice a year right? at the end of each semester. So make sure that you just uh, don't uh, overcommit at the beginning. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to remember. But mm-hmm. um, but anyway, this is all to say I I um you're back to uni. Er- yeah, some of the early episodes of this podcast were I think me talking about like what is it like to live on a university campus. Yes, and, and me be being fair, utterly confused about it. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, we started this podcast in what like September. Um, so this was after I had moved in the first year. But this time, mm-hmm. like I moved in two weeks ago. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been so it's a new building. Um, it's a different building at least. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's the newest dorm building on campus. Um, it still has oh, some flaws, but fancy. it's a dorm building, so whatever. Um, and yeah, it's all it's all fun. But moved in, got everything set up, and the my this desk is small, especially compared to the desk I had at home. But uh, this desk is small, and I have a twenty four inch monitor. Um, on this tiny desk. Um. And so my space utilization on this desk is amazing. Um, Are you going into like, you know, everything is layered and stacked? <laughs> kind of. I've also got two tubs that I brought with me for packing. And those wait, 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 wait. Things are multiplying. Last time, I think there was one tub. No, there was. So there's a really big tub and two smaller tubs that fit in the really big tub. Um, oh, I see. And so, but all that. So. But the two small tubs, I stack them on top of each other and put them next to the desk. So that's where my lamp and my fan and my iPad are. Um, oh, so all I that see. stuff. Very um, inventive. And then everything, inventive. everything's happening. And um, well, um, I'm, I'm sure just, you'll I'm, change I'm proud it several of, times already. Well, a little bit, but not really. This is a good enough setup that I think this is gonna be this is gonna be pretty set for a while. But um, it's a it's a it's a setup I'm proud of. And then. Like things fit underneath my bed, um, because my bed is like so high up that I need so to step no... on the chair in order to get onto the bed. But things fit under the bed, which is very good. Um, it's good, good space. Why is the bed so high? Well, the bed is actually lower than it was last year. Um, well, last year that that but that was like a basically like you know from what I saw it was a bunk bed so it required a ladder for crying out loud but like well, ladder is one thing but like chair like what is going on with furniture okay, on your but, campus okay but I I didn't get a, I didn't use a ladder last year I I used my chair um just to get into the bed um because it, it was it was last year the bed was high enough up that my desk was underneath it uh-huh. um. It, and gave that was really kind of... good, it was really good for sound quality for you. Yeah, I don't know what the sound quality is going to be like today. Because this room is I mean, you sound echoey. the same. I don't hear the echo, but it might be because it's Discord compression or whatever. Mm, that's probably it. I, th- I think it's it's for this podcast, it's good enough. No offense. All right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All offense taken. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. Um, but is it? it? Really is good. it now? <laughs> This really good for acoustics. No, 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 no. I am no longer talking <laughs> to you. Second, it's like it. <laughs> second time you said this today. Um, <laughs> but no. All right. Um, sorry. Sorry. I'm being the, silly. Anyway, Just underneath the bed. And the tentative plan this year was to do that again. But mm-hmm. the bed doesn't get that high up. It gets high enough up to fit my fridge and dresser and all that that sort of stuff underneath it but that works because i can have all of that stuff underneath the bed and then the desk on the other side of the room and then have floor space um and it's like i don't know this is just like so confusing to me i have a fridge under my bed (laughs) it's a mini it's a mini fridge um i know i know and i like i mean it's it's like it's all technically possible just still sounds very ridiculous yeah. I have a fridge and a dress oh, yeah, under fair. my bed. <laughs> okay, well, uh, but do you have any neighbors? Like the last I, mean, I have, I have sweet mates, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, sweetmeats. So, well, hopefully the new ones are not going to be that big of TV fans. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, there's a TV in the common room and not some guy's bedroom, which was the problem last year. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, that's fine. And also, my desk now is on the outside wall. So at the very least, it's not adjacent to someone else's room. Um, uh-huh. Okay. So, but anyway, it's a small room, but it's fine. I haven't had any issues yet. We'll see. Um, but... Well, Let's see. Congratulations with starting new academic year. Yeah. What's been happening with you the last three weeks? Oh, well, I've been busy. As Fair. in, as in, like, you know, the level of busy is like on 8th of August, my work week starts, like, you know, from Monday to Friday. And then I, from Monday to Friday, I worked. And then on Saturday, my university started. Yay. But, I mean, yay both sarcastically and sincerely because this was the last classroom module meaning that i am like this close to the graduation so i have attended the last module i have some post-module assignments six of them to be specific and once i turn them in i'm done with my master's and then once all the grades are, you know, are there, basically, I'm have graduated and I will get my piece of paper. Uh, that says very, very expensive piece of paper. Incredibly expensive piece of paper. I try not to think about it because all the money has been paid already. Oh, that's been that's been a traumatic experience in that regard. But anyways, because and the reason why I'm saying that I'm this close on only six assignments away is because like the our equivalent of thesis that was called Capstone Project, I've already done it. I've done it earlier than, and I've uh, turn, I've submitted it in June. I have received the grade for it in July. I'm very happy with it. I've been given another piece of paper in a frame that says that, dear Kim, congratulations with uh, having your Capstone Project uh you know, graded with like I think it was graded like pass like high pass with distinction. That's the term they used. Basically, I got distinction, which is pretty amazing, if you ask me. I was I, I, and especially considering I didn't expect it. I, I I mean, in terms of I wasn't aiming for it. So that's what's been happening with me because and then I had nine days of university, so from Saturday to next Sunday, and then Monday I went to work again. And that's why I've been telling to my friends, to everyone who was willing to listen, is like, my 19-day week is over. (laughs) This is Saturday. This is my weekend. And today I was overjoyed to not hear the alarm in the morning. Oh, yeah. Small joys. Small joys of life. Saturdays are for sleeping in as late as you want. Well, for normally for me, it's not really for me for sleeping in, like not having the alarm. It's only Sunday because normally on this on Saturday morning I have language lessons. But for this this time, I was I've sent a message to my teacher saying, "I can't, I just can't. I'm sorry." And yeah, of course. Um, so I I'll have slept in today. And I will sleep in tomorrow. And thing is, it's not really sleeping in because I still wake up out of habit pretty much at the same time. It's just it's just the, you know, the fact that you wake up and you don't have to be in a hurry. You can 
take as much time as you want and then you can leisurely slowly drink coffee yeah that's the best part in, in my case it was i slept until or i woke up naturally at around seven and then just mm-hmm. laid in bed for like four hours um and oh. eventually got myself over to get breakfast and eventually was like hey i have a podcast to record in 30 minutes um <laughs> so that was fun right yes it's uh, yeah the time difference indeed so easy to forget about it seriously so easy because yeah, it's 1 p.m for it's... me it's 8 p.m for you so yeah yes right now yes we've started recording at at, at 8 p.m it's already dark i had to turn on the lights on and i totally forgot yes because we didn't do the usual greeting of good morning good evening but um we're out of practice i guess huh i mean i did the greeting when i started the discord call but i didn't do it when we started recording did i mm-hmm. um that's fine. Uh, oh, that's sorry. totally fine. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I've, I've I've missed it myself, so I just didn't realize. So, the opening would be different. It would be like how do they call it? Cold opening. It's cold open. Yeah, I mean this yeah. podcast is technically what? always a cold open, um, kind of. Uh, well, I mean, we, all, we but do you know why is it called cold open? Uh, because it doesn't have because it's it's like it it's the same sort of thing as cold turkey, um. Like, that's another weird expression it doesn't it doesn't have a lead in um it's not like you don't you don't i think the the reason why is it, like also the same reason why it was called cold war maybe kind of is because it, you didn't have a no, warm no, up no. to it no um, no 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 the cold war different. was no cold war was different it was called cold war in opposition to hot conflict hot war so it was like it was like two states to countries were not friendly, but not in the stage of active conflict. So that's why it was called Cold War. Not yeah. because yeah. trust me, there was a lot of lead up to that one. Fair, yeah, the entirety of World War Two. Um, no, yeah. well, even earlier. Yeah, fair, but um, but no, it's called Cold Open because you don't warm up to it. I guess. Okay. Because, okay. Like if you like some some TV shows. As soon as you start the TV show, the first thing that you hear is the theme tune. And then, so you have the theme tune, and then the show starts. Um, and that's not a cold open. That's that's normal. Or, quote-unquote, normal. But a lot of TV shows have that sort of cold open. Like The Office, which you probably haven't watched. But um, I, have watched they have, the Bri- I have watched the British version. Yeah, so they have a, a short scene that starts as soon as you start the episode before the theme tune. And that's the mm-hmm. cold open. Um, and for mm. for like um, Cortex, they don't have a theme tune at all, right? I'm like Upgrade, which has a theme tune. Cortex doesn't, and so they start with a cold open. They just keep going, um, and so yeah, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm because we didn't spare any money to get a theme tune, which is fine. Um, no, this or, is a we, very we, frugal podcast. Like even the yeah. show art is uh, homemade. <laughs> you know. You know, didn't we tell ourselves that we would update the show art eventually? <laughs> yes, we did intend that, but I think this photo of my photo, I, I mean, the photo I took, it's not a photo of me, I wish. Uh, no, it's a fo- the photo I took somewhere in Cardiff kind of just stuck around. <laughs> and right I now mean, maybe, I mean, maybe once we get to 50 episodes, we'll consider it. I don't know. Find My Dragon <sighs> Season 2. Um, eh. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um... But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, Where were we? 
Wait, wait, wait. You were talking about what you've been doing. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I've yeah, been. Okay. That's that's yeah. that's it. That's what I've been doing. I've been doing work in uni, and uh, basically, summer is over. Yeah. As far as I'm that's concerned. A weird. Because for me, like I mean, the way I count, I forgot the term for it, but like there are two ways to count seasons. There is the calendar one, and and then there is the there is, ah there is meteorological, and then there is astronomical. So yes. I yes, meteorologically, fall starts at the beginning of September. Exactly. Astronomically, fall starts I think on the twenty fifth of September. 22nd of September, because 22nd is going to be the autumn equinox. And I personally couldn't give a single hoot about astronomical seasons. Because from that point, from the point of view, astronomical seasons, the winter starts on 22nd of December. I'm sorry, that is wrong. Because where I grew up, winter starts in freaking October end of october beginning of november because that's when already it's snowing so when this it's snowing i yeah. can't say it's winter yeah. and i mean I, I can't say it's autumn so for me i so i, and I just generally like in the country where you know where i grew up uh everyone uses the meteorological seasons so autumn starts on first of september so first of september for me is marked with two big events beginning of autumn and back to school See, the way I think about it, I don't even think about the seasons all that much because summer oh, doesn't really? make sense. Because, um, cause like, I don't know, spring is March and then summer starts in June. And that doesn't, that never worked for me because if summer starts late June, um, for me, school gets out mid-May, right? Um, and summer starts as soon as school is out. That's been what it is my entire life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, like... I don't even think about the seasons all that much, except when it gets super hot, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's summer. When it gets super cold, it's like, okay, yeah, it's winter. But most of the time, I just think, what's the temperature outside? Um, and Answer in Progress is, also is, had a video is, about is it, this, is but it, yeah. Is it because you live in a place with relatively even climate? Like, you know, you're does the US south, have, right? Have a, does the... Does, I mean... Yes, but no, because the South gets deathly hot in the summer and not that cold in the winter. But it's not that we have a temperate climate. It's just that our climate skews more warm, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't like know. there are different like, you know, you definitely have continental climate because you're in the middle of the continent and that continent is pretty massive. But it is like you you can have mild continental climate and harsh continental climate. So Kazakhstan has harsh continental climate where all four seasons are pretty distinct. But the extremes between the summer and winter are way larger. And the demi-seasons, so-called, like, you know, the um, spring and autumn, they're very short, relatively. So, for example, um, spring in Astana is a very short affair. It's like, you know, it's just like, you know, barely, uh, sometimes, like, you know, it feels like it's been only a month. Like, it's barely a couple of months spring, you know unlike some other places with milder climates and with like you know with more proximity to um yeah to yeah. water because like winter eats into everything like like in Astana 
winter is just unbearably long. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's 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 like depressingly long, and the only saving grace there that it's in winter it's still sunny, uh, that really helps to deal with it. But anyways, so your part of USA, my again again, like my knowledge of geography of USA is pretty bad, but my guess would be is that you have mild continental climate, meaning that you skew towards warm. And the difference, the contrast between season is not as pronounced. Does yeah, it make sense? That's, yeah. So what it basically is, is I think we have a closer to temperate temperature most of the time. Um, there, are, there are two or three weeks in the summer that are unbearably hot. Mm-hmm. And you know, about a month in the winter, that's very cold. Uh, But besides that, it's just kind of warm during the summer and then temperate and then kind of cold during the winter. Except those for those peaks and those lows, you've got, um, you know, it it gets kind of temperate, but it's still, I don't know. We're peaking 85-ish degrees most days um, around here, which I don't know. Conversion, 25, 26? I don't know. Um, Celsius. Well, if it's uh, 25, 26 Celsius, that's pretty comfy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That sounds about right. Um, so it's I mean, not bad, I, I... but it, it's not 20, right? My, my perfect temperature is 20 degrees uh, Celsius. Um, so. Well, then it means that you'd need to be visiting Budapest sometime like September, early October. Yeah. Because it's, it and that, be, that's it the would... temperate. That's the it temperate would. time in 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 autumn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, autumn is in autumn in Budapest is really nice. You know, Budapest does really good seasons, and like generally in that regard, climate in Hungary is um, for me it is mild, uh, because it doesn't snow a lot here. Winter gets. Yeah, winter does get cold, like, but in winter here I suffer more from darkness rather than from cold. But the autumn and spring here in Budapest are the most magnificent seasons. You get things blooming in spring and it's all stretched out and then there are magnolias that fall late spring and it's, um, you know, for the early spring there are plums and apples and I think there are quite a lot of cherry trees lately, so... There is a lot to enjoy. Another another theory that I just came, like, you know, not the theory, but another guess that just came to my mind is that why you are not that tuned into seasons, it could be an age thing. The younger oh, yeah. you are, the more self-centered you are. And so you... Well... Come I mean, on. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's... And then it's like, you know, you count time based purely on the events of your life. So you, it's like you said it just now. Like, you know, for you, summer begins when you're out of school. Weather be damned. For me, first of all, like, there is, like, you know, it's the once you're out of school, it gets relatively more mat- monotonous in terms of schedule because it's, like, work all the time unless you take a holiday and that really depends on what your circumstances are. Uh, so you start, you know, you kind of like eventually end up having the urge to break up the monotony and here you go. There is a very handy, helpful 
clue and cue from the climate, from the nature. We have seasons because see, see, seasons for me also sort of feel like they're too asynchronous with the rest of the calendar. Um, yeah, well, that is a separate topic, definitely. Like you know, the because the calendar seasons never match the real ones, so there is always that. For sure, and because because in my mind, I, I I associate autumn or I associate August with a certain kind of temperature, and and September with a similar but slightly different kind of like I have that that light cognitive association. Um, and the problem with that is I associate October with slightly cold temperatures. October isn't ever really that cold these days. Um, October actually like last year Halloween was seventy five degrees. Like twenty three, um, like yeah, uh, it's warm yeah, for that... Halloween, but yeah. Oh well, and don't we know why that is happening? And isn't that incredibly? incredibly... We're not going to talk about that because I don't want to get I don't want to get depressed on this show. Um, no, 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 no. We're not going there. No, 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 no. no. But to wrap to wrap up today's episode, mm-hmm. um, we're going to go back to Old Faithful. Uh, what are you reading right now? Ooh. Ooh, well, um, right now you've caught me in a very rare moment in between books. Huh. Mm-hmm. Because I've finished reading an amazing, just incredibly beautiful book this morning. And I haven't yet decided what I'm going to read next. Because these days I read one book at a time. And, but, uh, so, this morning I I was reading, I have been reading... Uh, in the end, it was all about love. That's the title, and the author is Musa Akwanga. I hope, and it's a, it's a very, it's a short book. It's written in an incredibly piercingly touching, sensitive style. Like the author has, like just the away with words that incredibly relatable and the themes of the book of the book and the of the novel it's a very short it's a very short novel uh are incredibly close to me because basically it's it's kind of like a personal story of a period of life it doesn't really have a plot it's just about this person who is about the narrator he moves to berlin from uk uh he is uh, of uh, you know he's of ugandan or descent so he, like his father is like you know his father's grave is in uganda in northern uganda and he's describing like what it is what's life like in berlin when you are in your late 30s and you are fo- you know you are a complete outsider by a number of like by a number of aspects and he's like describing his lifestyle like the rhythm of life his attempts to like date and just general like existential crisis or like what on earth am i doing with my life and then the book gets and really great satisfying closure because then he travels back home to visit the his father's grave and there is kind of like quite a lot happens there, so it's a ver- it's short but dense novel. 
the fact that I've just described all that doesn't spoil anything. If you pick it up, you will still get a ton of joy, but it will be a very bittersweet joy. Mm, so go read this book, seriously. So good. So good. It's just like one of the best books I've read this year. So that's what I've been reading. What I'm going to read next? No idea. I need to stand <laughs> in front of my bookcase and meditate a little bit, I guess. <laughs> For me, how I decide what I'm going to read is usually I decide what I'm going to read next while I'm still in the middle of one book so that I can log into my library website and place a hold ah. on it. Um, so, yeah, for you, it's a bit different. Yeah, it, it's, it's, um, but the way I decide that is by opening literal, um, which used to be, I used to use Goodreads, but now I use literal. Um, yes, well done. Also, I'm very send, proud of you. send me, um, the literal link for the book you just mentioned. Mm-hmm, um, I will just put it in the show notes, but, um, I, so I use literal and I have a list of want to read books. But because that's kind of long, I also have a specific shelf of priority one. Oh, I've read seen next that. I've, I've seen books. you create that. I've seen that you create that shelf, and I chuckled a little bit. It's like, do they? Does Kyla know what priority one means? Like, you can't have more than one book at priority one, and you have like a bunch of them there. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's priority one in the sense that it's it's top compared priority. to everything else. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, I'm just teasing. But yeah, I, 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 I saw that uh, shelf, yes, because we're friends on literal. Yes, that's how... Well, yeah, or... well, you're the one who sent me the invite back when they were yep. still invite only. Um, yep. But, but um, so what, I, I was reading Life After Life, um, mm-hmm. which I think we, we mentioned on this show a few times. Um, and then yes. I, I took a while to read something else, and then now I'm back to reading Life After Life. Um, because I sort of saved my spot, and now I'm back to it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm almost done with that. And what I have a hold on for the library right now is a book called um, Light, from Uncom- Light from Uncommon Stars. Oh, um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't wait for you yes. to read it because we'll talk about it. I've read it recently, and I even published an opinion on it on my blog. And, oh, so good. It's such a good book. Yes, I'm sh- yeah. I have a feeling that you'll like it. Not that it's, I'm trying well, to skew you. Okay, okay. No no but spoilers, think, but there's no. there's a certain there's a certain short list of words that when I see that word used in a description for a book, it immediately goes on my want to read list. Um and I think you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it. But it's it's Light from Uncommon Stars. The the author is um I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but um Rika Aoki is how I would say it, but that's probably wrong. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce things. But um, It's uh, Light from Uncommon Stars. Wait a second. That would be... Oh, God. I did... Oh, wait, wait. God, see? With these long titles, I've been thinking about a long way to a small angry planet. That's Becky Chambers. But Light from Uncommon Stars, it is Rika, Rika Oki. Yes. Oh, s- also a very good book. Forced, it, it got four stars from me, and it is a recommendation from our uh, mutual friend, as far I as far as I can tell. Uh, I, I mean, at least I got this from the Incomparable because they did a book club. Ah, um, no, show. I've I've read it because it was a recommendation from Easy. Right. I also need to put "Long Way to a Small from a Small Angry Angry Planet" on my yeah. list. Yeah, but that um, please do, please do. You should read it totally, absolutely. 
It's about space. Come on. You're supposed to read all I the mean, books about space. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Artemis Artemis by Andy Weir is also on my list, on my short list. So, so yeah. I'm not even wrong. I need to read all the books about yeah. space. Um space and queer people. That's that's my style. Um but yes. So, Angry Planet, um, like, you know, dot, 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 Angry Planet has both, so you'll like it. Uh, well, I mean, I know that it's not that simple, but Becky Chambers is a very good writer. Now, the way I pick what which book to read is, uh, oh, there are so many ways to do that. Because I could be method, met, met, I could be methodical and just read the book at the beginning of the shelf. Because I have a special, you know, I, like the top row of my bookcase that I'm looking at right now is dedicated to the books that are on my to-read list. So I could do that. And that then, if that's the case, it would be the timeless way of building by... Oh, don't, I can't see the author's name. That book, I've had it with me and I've been meaning to read it for 11 years. <laughs> and yeah. I've read it I've read like one third of it and it's a very interesting one but it's very dense so I guess I will read it in winter but generally I kind of like try to pick the books from the beginning of my shelf but sometimes things deviations happen and when I really don't know what to read then I roll dice I mean I, I usually just go with what I'm thinking about the most at the time so because mm. Light from Uncommon Stars, Small Angry Planet, Artemis, all those things have been, things that have been sort of... Because I read um, Project Hail Mary, uh, which is also a Andy Weir book. Yeah, it is. So all all those show. sorts of things. I sort of like stick to a genre for a little bit, like not even mm -hmm. on purpose. But like I read fantasy for a while. Like I did the Alana series um, mm -hmm. early in the summer. And so, and now I do, now I'm kind of in a sci-fi kick, but like, so that's a whole thing. But um, like, no, I've had some books that have been on my reading list for a while. Um, like um, the entirety of the, um, what is it called? <sighs> the first book is Eye of the World, but I forget what the series is called. It's, right, it's, a, it's the Robert Wheel of Jordan time. thing. Yeah, Wheel of Time. Um, that's been on my list for a while, but oh I haven't gotten God. to it yet. That is but a yes. commitment. I'm it's, like I'm yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm not touching that like by a, like I'm not touching it with a like nine feet long pole or however the expression goes. That's it goes like it's just like you you will you will lose an entire year of reading trying to read that entire series. Um, yeah, and, and I don't want like that. It, I have it's if you like it, it's worth it, and and I might do it eventually. That and basically anything Brandon Sanderson has written, it's been on my list. Um, or one specific Brandon Sanderson book has been on my list, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, um, yeah, that's another one I'm not touching. It's like kind of just like I don't know, like nothing. All is of Brandon Sanderson's books, it's got it's a universe around it, and like you sort of get into the universe, and it's probably it's. I've heard really good things about it. It's just it is a huge commitment for for reading mm -hmm. all that. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And lately, I mean, well, lately, like last several years, I realized that I have way more interest and appetite for standalone books. Like, I clearly remember that urge when I wanted to read all these long cycles, sagas, ep epics, you name it. Like when there is like you know five six ten books in series but yeah. not anymore 
not anymore. 